episode of Inner Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your host, Dave Houghton, and with me today, my co-host, Sarah Raytel. And Sarah, hello. Hello, hello. What's going on on this beautiful, shitty Monday morning? Seriously, another shitty Monday. Can we please catch a break? I don't, I don't really care. I, I think every Monday is shitty, whether it's uh, beautiful and sunny or uh, we got hurricane winds and overcast. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a Monday. Monday's always going to suck. Yeah, Monday. I mean, but what is a Monday? Yeah. What is a Monday besides uh, Garfield's least favorite day of the week? Right. Well, any day without lasagna was his least favorite day. That's true. That is is 100% true. Yeah. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, I am wearing my Seattle Mariners hat. Because congratulations to the Seattle Mariners making it to the playoffs for the first time since 2001. Wild. For you keeping score, Ichiro was a rookie. Wild. And now he's been retired for, I don't even know, five years maybe? I don't even know. Something like that. And um, what was it? The first iPod just came out (laughs) in that time. Yep. Um, Uh, The Xbox though first xbox was still a month away from coming out yeah julio rodriguez was like not even a year yeah old yeah you know those were like six or nine months old yeah it was something wild it's just it's it's great to see it's great for baseball yeah i feel it's great yeah absolutely i love i you know of course you want your own team to be in the playoffs every year but i love when there's new faces in the playoffs i love when there's a new team in there Right. I concur. And it's also good for, you know, those people in Seattle who had those bomb teams for so long and haven't, you know, done anything. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's great to see different teams in because it gets boring if it's the same teams all the time. And besides Seattle, it actually is the same teams. Same exact teams. You know, I mean, we're going to have Yankees, Indian. uh, uh, Guardians, pardon me. It's it's still a struggle <laughs> to get used to. It's still, I mean, three years from now, we might have it down. Probably not, but no. well, no. I think honestly, the hardest part of saying Cleveland Guardians is the fact that like Major League is one of my favorite sports movies of all time. It was on the other night. I was watching it. It's one of those movies so for good. me that even when it's on, no matter what it's on, like whether it's on like TBS or uh you know regular basic ass cable or hbo i'm watching it you're watching it it's like back to the future for me no matter where it's at what you're it's on it. what part i gotta watch it you're watching it yeah so. we watched it the other night i was just like ah oh, such gold such a good movie part two was eh. uh, and part three yeah, was shit yeah. but you know yeah. what? that first one Bing, first bang, one's bang. always gonna be a classic so. That's why um, we have glasses. It's That's not because true. we can't see. It's because of Vaughn. That's it. Know. I don't need these glasses. I can take no. them off at any moment. Perfect. I can yeah. see everything. You know what? I'll t- <laughs> Sarah, where'd you go? Dun, dun, dun. Wild thing. It's wild. Hey. So uh, what is going on today? What's what's happening? Um, Did you announce a winner on Friday or was I sleeping? Uh, okay. No. I didn't announce a winner on Friday. Okay. Do you, I got one question for everybody listening right now. 
do you people want these fucking giveaways or not? Okay. I don't mean to be so out there and, and just start it off with a good swear, but like, do, <laughs> does anybody want these giveaways? Okay. Two weeks ago, I was giving away those giant baseball cards, right? Yeah. Fire baseball cards. I'm still waiting for your goddamn address. You still still didn't get it. Right. And then last week, we were giving away the Jackie Robinson uh, Funko, Funko Pop, Pop, right? Yeah. Okay. Simple instructions like share, follow, right? Right. Not that hard. No. Okay. Nobody did it. It's there's some ca- likes. There were some likes. Yeah. There's- and I feel, I feel like somebody may have, though we have to make sure that everyone's tagging because people are sharing it and it's not tagging okay so maybe we gotta yeah okay so we gotta specify let's let's get this tag down yeah so i didn't see anybody there was the same people who comment right and like and share and do all that stuff on on the stuff but those are either past winners or the people who given us some things to give away right and it's like hey bourbon and baseball thank you so much here's the jackie robinson bobblehead that i think you might have given given us I collect Ed gave oh, us. Oh, I collect Ed. He was he donated one. them. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I collect Ed. You won your thing back. Damn it. <laughs> Here, you Sorry, go. Man. Here you go. Hey, you shit. I, if, I'm going to ship it out to Jason. I'll I'll ship it out to Bourbon and Baseball. Yeah, Bourbon you Baseball. You yeah. win. You High win five. the bobblehead. <laughs> Good job. Nice, nice work. All right. You nice won. Job. We finally got you a won. winner. We got a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So I don't know. Should we should we take a break from giveaway? Tuesday. Yeah, we can take a break from Giveaway Tuesday and maybe we'll restructure it to be some other way to like you have to, you know, do it every couple weeks or once a month and do yeah. like you have to tag your friends and share this video or whatever. It may maybe be. we do um once a month and we'll do like a like a, a gift basket, like not, not a basket, but like a, a, a big giveaway. Yeah, just some like, you know, five or six items in there. Some random ass stuff. Yeah. Here's my child's toys. Yeah, right. Here's here's my dog barking at the mailman. Exactly. You know, so so I here's my bills. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take all my mail, (laughs) please. (laughs) Please take my dirty dishes and my mail. (laughs) And here's some laundry. Thank you so much. Send that back, though. I need that. Thanks for playing. Oh, yeah. Thanks for playing. All right. So last week we just did the news. So this week we really want to do a story. Okay. Yes, we are Um, in it. So let's get let's get right to the news. We're going to shorten down the news segment. That way we're not on a a spiral squad, as you like to say. And uh, we're going to do two, maybe three news stories. And then we'll get to the biggest pickle or and, and then we'll we'll go right to the story. I like it. Right. Bing, binga, banga, boonga. Yeah, right. So we'll spend two hours on the news. Right? <laughs> exactly. And then we'll <laughs> go half into hours. Yeah. yeah, and we'll go into the story. Because we'll there's nothing more that people want to listen to is a week or two old news. Right. You know, I mean, for well, two and a half hours. Yeah, whatever. It's still news to somebody. Yeah, that's right. News, Somebody's waking news. up, listening to the podcast going. Oh, no shit. Jordan retired. <laughs> huh. Oh, this coma. Whew. Whew. He played baseball. Whoa. Again, this coma. Yeah, wild. <laughs> wild. All right. Here's the deal. Um, so again, we're going we're uh last week, uh Aaron Judge hit his 61st home run. Yay. 
Um, congratulations. You congratulations. completely made my what if video pointless. Right. Which was a great video, by the way. Thank you very much. My um, wife made fun of me because I took a shower with my clothes on. Yeah. I mean, at least you're not sick. That's a That's win. true. Yeah. It's a she, win. Sc- she screenshotted the video and then she sent it to me in a text message. She goes, the hell is this? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was making a video for TikTok for IAP. Um, sorry. She goes, oh, that's why all the clothes are wet in the hamper. I was like, yeah, my bad. He's like cleaned up. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open. Yeah, yeah, every day. You know, uh, what was news out of that to me was Roger Maris's son in his response to it in if um Roger Maris is to break the record. I mean, if um Aaron Judge is... if Roger Maris breaks the record, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have a zombie apocalypse going on. It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. If Roger Maris comes up, he's gonna go brains. <laughs> um, if Aaron Judge breaks the record, he believes that he should be the number one. Oh, that, this is where nobody gonna, else. This is where me and you are going to battle here. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> silence. You can't. I uh, I get it. 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 And I'm going to say it one more time. I get it. Okay. You can't take it away, though. Interestingly enough, I do agree with that. Oh, my God. Right. Stop. Progresses, I, everybody. Holy shit. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. That's the end of the show. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, so right there. Like, I do agree. You can't remove those stats. You can't remove those titles. You can't remove their names. Right. You know, if you want to put asterisks next to them, that's another topic, whatever. But especially Maguire and Sosa, who saved baseball after the strike you can't remove those names they brought baseball back at a time where nobody was going to come back and then bonds was just he was just out there for shits and giggles with his giant watermelon of a head right but i i don't i don't feel that you can remove those names it's it's history it is what it is you can't you can't because all right even with the asterisk thing you want to go and put asterisks on everything it's still there Mm-hmm. regardless if it's an asterisk or not. Right. It's and still there. honestly, like this goes back to what we talked about, you know, in the beginning when me and you first started the show where we're talking about uh, Yaki, where it's yeah. like, you know, you took the name off the street, but you didn't take the name off the building of the hospital. And it's like, you know, you're going to take the, the asterisks on the names, but go throughout the entire history of baseball and put asterisks next to all those other people who, you know, were ridiculous that you know there's got to yeah. be more than just so uh, many more there's Bonds so many more and mcguire and sosa you know who done something messed up there's so you're, many more you're not i i know like barry bonds was never proven it was just more of like speculation and the fact that they found all that all those deliveries of steroids at his house so whatever <laughs> the hell happened. but they never he never failed the test but he never passed the test i don't know yeah but I mean, like, you know, you still hit it and nobody said anything about it. So right. it was I mean, it was know. a time where um, baseball was still questionable. Right. I mean, baseball's just now finally in the last what, four or five years. Ooh, I don't know what that was. Four or five years have um, it's finally gained momentum again. Yeah. 
it's really not been three. I mean, in Red Sox Nation, it's a different story, but a, a lot of viewers, right. you know, when the Red Sox were reversing the curse and all that like that was the time but that's again early 2000s you had a drop off in those nine late 90s nobody really gave a shit and then right. it just kind of died off in those like you know 20 teen years and now it's back with a vengeance and yeah. it's because of players if you look at it statistically it's based off of players like mcguire sosa bonds poppy yep. and judge right you could put pool host in there like you could put like these are record breaking athletes are what get the spectators into the seats right and to watch it on tv so yeah it's hard because like just for instance like i'm just happy that san diego did it without fernando yeah same um which is great also like it doesn't matter anymore because Mm -hmm they still have to pay Fernando Tatis Jr. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter that he can't play. Test. Yeah. He had nothing to do with their postseason, um, the entrance to their postseason. And that's your own stupidity for signing guys like that. But that that's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode. But like if Fernando Tatis comes well he'll uh, obviously he'll come back next year. But like if Fernando Tatis uh, goes wild and becomes the next home run leader of of uh, MLB. Mm-hmm. Would well, you asterisk him, even if he's clean? Mm. Even if he's clean his entire career from here on in. What about the home runs he hit before he got pegged for steroids? Right. Do you count those? Yes, of course you count those because those were there. Yeah. You know? So if you want to take all the <laughs> all the home runs away from Barry Bonds when he was with the Giants. I mean, you know, what do you got? Then you got to take away all the what? What? How do we know that alcohol didn't make Babe Ruth hit the ball better? Right. You it's, know? it's where do you draw the line? It's, right. you know, and it shouldn't be a conversation. And, you know, I get Maris's son, you know, stating his opinion. I get it. Right. Everyone's but at have this, their own opinion. Right. But at the same point in time, it's you grew up around baseball like you understand things i'm sure sir um you know yeah maybe that's an opinion you keep to yourself yeah absolutely i don't go off spitting my opinions and wait a minute (laughs) wait a minute whoa wait a minute huh (laughs) wait a minute we have a podcast so wait huh i get what he's saying but you know what it's not gonna happen uh you know what how about this aaron judge next year Hit 75, 76 home runs. How about that? Yeah. Why don't you just break it next year? Break the record. You're close enough to break the record. Why don't you do it? Right. You know, just fucking do it. Just do it. You know, be the all time home run leader. Mm -hmm. You know, you have essentially he has nine more years left of his career. He's 30, 31, maybe. Yeah. You know, if all stays well and he remains healthy for the rest of his career, there's a possibility he can break it. Absolutely. You know, it's just. And we'll see what he's really made of next season. And he's got a good chance to break it for the next uh, five, four games that they got left. They're playing the Rangers. So unless the Rangers are complete dickheads and they walk him all four games, which is also a possibility, but, you know. Yeah, it is absolutely a possibility. At this point, though, honestly, 
the Rangers are already out of uh, already out of postseason contention, right? Right. Now, I'm not saying like give it to them, but like, what does it matter? Just right what down the middle. Matter? Just Be, don't meatball it, but just if you know. I if I was a just regular ass dude who was just kind of like here for a 10 day contract, you know, and yeah. I knew I wasn't going to make it next year. I'm, uh, I'm just here for, for a fill in role for the, for the, the winter, right. Just to end the days, give the people the give the other players the day off. And here I am. Right. Well, why not be in the history book for the rest of, of my life? Right. You know, I'm the guy who gave Aaron judge his 62nd home run. You know, why not? There's yeah. plenty of guys who are on the opposite side of history. Right. Okay. And that's they're perfectly fine with it. But guess... everybody remembers them. They're always going to be in a sports trivia question. You know, like how many teams uh, in all of sports don't end in S? Go ahead and comment at um, IEP radio. Follow one of those Twitters or Instagrams and tell us Two. name the nine teams that do not end in S. That's too much thinking for me. Yeah, don't do it right now. Aaron Judge is up to 219 home runs. He's got a few more uh, years left. He could he could do it. Oh, yeah. I'm intrigued to see how it goes if he stays healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So what else we got? All right. Well, you touched on the Mariners. Yay. Yeah. Woo. Yay. Uh, So uh, follow ups from last week. the doctor that cleared Tua was oh terminated. What? Terminated. Holy Jesus. He not only should he not only should he have lost his job, which he did, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad that he did. He should probably go to jail. Dude. Tua may never come back. Right. Ever. Like, I, I don't even have I can't even okay. find words. I can't make words happen. Like, that's just how having seeing him on that Thursday night. And again, it wasn't like a a head to head hit. It wasn't anything that was like uh, anything we haven't seen before when watching football. Right. But because he's already had a head injury concussed concussed, and then he's throwing up gang signs on his back and he's out cold. I'm like. They could have killed him. Absolutely. Like, could have killed him. So how is this organization not like th- there's going to be some more shit that rolls down? Like and even McDaniels being like, if I saw someone who was concussed, I wouldn't put them in the game. Like, I get it. Like you were listening to the doctors chirping your ear, but you have eyes right? and you can see all of this stuff beforehand. Maybe with the investigation also going on, you should pump the brakes and not play him on Thursday night, but you played him and look at the outcome. Yeah. So quick. What a fast turnaround too. wild. You know, that was, that was way too much. Not only is he concussed, but like, Whoa, you're going to put him right out there. Right. Honestly, you know, and who's to say now, you know, the dolphins may have screwed themselves too. Cause who's to, who's to say, even if Tua is okay, which he's not, we all know he's not right. But like, even if he comes out of this, okay, maybe he might not play for the rest of the season. Maybe he takes like five or six weeks off, whatever, right? And comes back right. towards the end, finishes out strong. Who's to say he doesn't pull an Andrew Luck and go, whoa, I'm done. See yeah. you later. Andrew Luck was on the fast road to a great career. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, he got hurt. He screwed his neck up. And then he's like, you know what? I don't need this shit anymore. I made whatever money I made. I have whatever is going on, all my accomplishments, whatever. I'm done. I made it to the NFL. I played on a professional team. See you later. You know? Suck it. And that's it. And now yeah. when he does interviews, one of his eyes goes kooky. Yeah. It's you like know? floating around. Yeah. It's like office. office Just like uh, what's his name? Troy Aikman. If you ever watch Troy Aikman on uh, Sunday Night Football, when he's standing there talking about whatever's going on, one of his eyes just starts shifting sideways because it's... he's all banged up, too. But that was a different era. Yeah. You know, Getting CTE hit in the head. <laughs> CTE didn't exist yet in the 90s. Yeah. They yeah. were like, what? CTE? Yeah. Mm, brain problems what yeah it's um yeah shit show to say the least i think shit show i think more players even though they want to play they want to play football and of course everybody wants to win a championship Mm. but i think more nfl players and maybe even more sports players are more especially nfl players are more hip to brain injuries because now you're seeing the kanye west of NFL and that's mm-hmm. that's uh good old uh AB Antonio Brown you know? but then they see guys like you know Junior Seau oh. who killed himself mm-hmm. you know they see the life of Aaron Hernandez who clearly was uh riddled with CT yeah you know you see all these other guys who have just like are mashed potato brains and like honestly like we look at look at Antonio Brown right now like oh, that one man. hit, that one hit changed everything from who was it? Dante Verific or what, what? what's his name? Um, Who hit I'm, him? It's Monday. Don't yeah. ask me names. I don't Dante, even know my own. Dante Perfect. No, that's not his name. <laughs> Mr. That's Perfect. Mr. Perfect. The wrestler. Yeah. Uh, it was that one hit. And then all of a sudden, like his brain went scrambled eggs. And now he he's showing his dick in a pool in Dubai. Yes. What's up with that? He... Do, we, do we talk about the pool thing or do we talk about his Instagram post when him and Giselle are hugging on the field or... at the Super Bowl in, in Tampa? Or his tweet. Did or you see his, his tweet? tweet? His tweet was, I couldn't handle it. Antonio Brown's tweet. I'm telling every team that needs some offense to pick up AB because he's shown that he is still able. He still has the ability <laughs> to expose a D. <laughs> he's wild man he's wow. he's wild he's crazy it's so good it's yeah football is well i i well about antonio brown i can't find words i have no words you know, i if, can't find them when tua wakes up he should instantly just look at the sports page and be like oh that's what happens when you're very concussed and have cte right I, you expose yourself at a pool you put yeah. your former teammate's <laughs> wife on Instagram, and then you're going to say that you're the best at exposing D. I think I'm going to retire. I think I'm just going to pump the brakes yeah. and stop. And All these guys can find jobs in the NFL still. Right. You know, it, it's okay. There's plenty of jobs. There's so many jobs. Coaches are dropping guy. left and right. You're good. Yeah. You could announcers. We need some better announcers. Get on yeah. that. Oh, yeah. there's a game that when I was. Uh, do you remember the show that I was on Gang Green TV? We talked yes. about the Celtics. Yeah. So we every year before the start of the season, I want to play this with you because it's fun. We used to bet on who was going to be the first NBA coach fired for the season. So uh, 
we should do that when the NBA season starts. And I mean, nobody has been fired yet from NFL, but if you had to guess who would be your first coach fired in the NFL? Oh no. Um, I'm going Josh McDaniels. I would say McDaniels all because of this shit that happened. It's just going to, you know, once the players association concludes the investigation and things start spiraling more so out of control, it could definitely be him. And the dolphins, they're used to just firing coaches for even them. Yeah. If they, if they sneeze, they fire them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with that one because he also made himself look like an absolute clown. So he's. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Antonio Brown was our biggest pickle, right? He he was our biggest pickle of the yeah, week, yeah, literally I, and figuratively, <laughs> I guess you could say. Holy shit, man. Like he was kicked out of that hotel too. Yeah, and the pool and all that stuff. Because yeah, yeah. you know the pool, the hotel, maybe the country. Everything. Who knows? Maybe Dubai's like uh Dude, they're pretty strict there. You can't very strict. Stuff. You can't be doing that shit. Although, let me ask you a question: Being on the the female variety of life. Do you agree with one of his tweets where he said if he did that? So if did you see you saw the video? No, I didn't bother. OK, I was just like, I he's insane. I don't need to watch so it him to get and, the context. Yeah. Him and the girl were playing around in the pool. Right. He was showing yeah. he was showing his ass to her and and, um, you know, kind of like just being silly. Right. Yeah. She stole his bathing suit and he was tra- so he wasn't in the pool naked just like out of nowhere like i'm just right. gonna, i'm gonna like float down with my dong out you know he actually had a bathing suit on when when he showed her his ass his bathing suit like must have slipped off or whatever and she ended up stealing it so he tried to grab it and people were like oh what are you doing to that poor girl and it's like you know, if I did that to her and stole her bathing suit, I'd be in jail and all this other stuff. Now, right. like, you know, eh, I mean, he's right, kind of, but, you know, she's not showing you her ass in the pool. And taking right. The suit down. He basically instigated the situation. Yeah. So if he didn't do that, then all would not have unfolded as it had right yeah there's that there's that so the lesson of today is only show your ass to those that won't steal your bathing suit (laughs) yeah life lesson kids yes life lesson keep your butt in your pants yeah you know don't expose yourself it's hard unbelievable well we have one more kind of weird big pickle of the week right yes it's a weird, weird it's is he a pickle? Is he just the juice? I mean, it's he is. I mean, clearly it's just he's a, a weird story. It's just a weird, weird, weird story. Yeah. Um. So the owner of the Canucks. Yeah. Uh, Francesco Equilini is um on trial with his ex-wife right now or they're in court for child support. Now, his children and his ex-wife have um, come forward to uh accuse him so these are alleged allegations of um mentally and physically abusing the children now he denies all the claims and you know all this and that 
This all came out during the child support hearing for his adult children. Who yeah, this, this his, is where it's weird. Yeah, his ex-wife is taking him to court to force him to pay for the um, child support of his three kids that are, well, he's got four, but the, the three that are in college that are 20, 22, and 24. So it's a lot of um, allegations and a yeah. lot of different things. And you can't find any. They haven't um, released what the kids have said. They just, um, it's a very blank, like a blank, blank statement across yeah. the board. Right. Um, but it's a interesting sort of situation because is it he is a crumb bomb or is his wife and kids just trying to swindle money? Like what's the there's a history there that we don't know about. I mean, honestly, it sounds more like maybe he was emotionally abusive. But it also sounds like the kids and the wife. Oh, oh OK, let me let me restart this. It uh, sounds yes. it sounds like he was he might be emotionally abusive. But honestly, the way you're speaking about it, it sounds like she's the one who is more of the mentally abusive one because it almost sounds like she's coaxing the kids into be like, hey, let's try right. to get money off your father. And like, you know, oh, you've always hated your father, right? Like she's the one who's um, meant, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Like mentally stimulating them. Yeah, she's like, like coach, she's coaching them. She's coaching them into being like, you know, maybe these kids have some sort of uh, learning disability or yeah. maybe they're like, you know, not the brightest kids. Maybe they're, uh, you know, could be uh, an incestuous thing. I don't know. Who knows? Like, these kids could Who knows? not be very smart and they'll be like, uh, or they could just be like, oh, mommy, I'm I'm going to hate on daddy. Will you buy me a new pony? And mommy's like, I, knows <laughs> I will. Uh, for some reason, they're <laughs> British, too. I don't know why. I mean, they're Canadian, so they're it's Canadian, not that far so off. Yeah, it's more like a French. I thing, mean, like. the uh, where I stand on it is like, I I don't know. I know that the NHL needs to step in because of, regardless, it's some sort of allegations being made about child right. abuse. That's first right. and foremost. Second most, um, I don't know. You Being a, in that position as an owner, you know, if you look at the history of across all sports of owners with their families, there's always some kind of issue here or there. Yeah. So you don't know that he like it seems like he doesn't have a really good relationship with his kids. So you don't I mean, again, we're speculating. So we, we're just trying to put a piece of a, pieces of the story together in our heads, but it's not all facts, guys. So just want to clarify that. Um. So we don't know like it could be a lot of already daddy issues and sounds mommy's like take, issues, yeah, yeah taking advantage of it like i don't know it's sounds like mommy needs more money for pills it's you're going for child support for your adult kids and it, is it considered child abuse if your child is 24 years old I... it's your child yes but your child is a full-grown adult Right. I don't. Once you hit eighteen, um, you are considered an adult, right? Right. Uh, you could join the army at eighteen in America. I don't know how it is in Canada. I would imagine it's the same thing. But like, once you hit eighteen, you're no longer a kid. You can go to big ass prison. Truth. You know. So like, at twenty four, whether you're in school or not, also you're twenty four. What are you going to school for? 
are you going to be a doctor? Plus, he is he's the owner of the Canucks, the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, I believe he was the okay. The so owner, this yeah. guy has this guy he's has got money. money. So, like, what the hell is the difference? Like, go to your go to your child's school. This is like the Brett Favre thing. Go to your child's school, pay off the four years, be like anything after four years, go fuck yourself, find a way to pay it. Right? You, know, you like don't the, have the, to in Canada because Canada, like, it's their um, university is like dirt freaking. It's not, it's like, I don't even think they really pay for it in Canada. Again, like, they don't pay for health care. They don't pay for like schooling. They don't pay for like any of that shit. Like, it's all, you know, based Why off. Why is of, Canada better than America? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, the, I like to say it's like the tears. North America is like the tears. It's like Canada. Yeah. Us. Mexico. Yeah. So it's yeah. like the levels of fuckery, as I like to say. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, the university in Canada is very different than university in the States. Like they don't have, they don't pay like we pay, but you'd also don't know. I think what it is, is because he does have, again, allegations. This, you know, this is my alleged thought. Um, I'm like, I, because there's so much, I was like, I don't need this guy calling me. Like, I don't want him coming to my house and being like, you were saying this on your podcast. We're like, oh, you listened. Thank you. Okay, Thank you so much. Take me away. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, this is all allegation and speculation. And, all that you know, crap. we're just kind of, we're just kind of going with what we, what you read on the interwebs. And of course, you like, knows, you knows, you knows. Like many people, you believe everything on the internet. So, 100%. I mean, George Washington's still alive. That's true. Um, it's it's one of those where they don't really pay for university mommies you know they're they i guess had an ugly divorce and the kids are with her and it's probably a lot of different things you know in i know in mass in massachusetts in the united well mostly massachusetts that you can pay child support if the kid is in school it's like until they finish college yeah. it's very different in the states because we pay for schooling and you have to pay for room and board and like you have all the right. stuff whereas like in i believe in canada it's inclusive i think in massachusetts too you are allowed to stay on your parents health insurance until you're 26 yeah, 20, as long 25 as, or 26 yeah 20, yeah as long as you're still in school exactly so, know, so there's it's yeah i mean i'm gonna keep an eye on that because it's not like um, this it's not like he's cutting his kids off he's no. just being uh he's just being i don't want to say harassed by his ex-wife but yeah it's an ugly divorce and he's being like taken to the cleaners by his ex-wife because it's just right he probably lived a swanky lifestyle and now, because he's not there anymore, they're not married anymore. She doesn't have the same type of, you know, maybe she's not banging the pool boy anymore because right. I'm it's, a pool. It, it seems to me is that the kids cut him off. Like that all of them cut him off. It doesn't seem like he cut them off. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Again, I'm not in the situation, but it by with, with the articles I've read from both sides, <laughs> there's no, there's no clarity. There's no okay on this date little johnny fell yeah. down and dad's like just threw sand in his eye That's like you have no idea whole bratty kid move too where it's like uh you're not my dad anymore i hate you give me money yeah give me money my daddy dad. i don't know right. give me money well Stop all right it. i so want that, it now <laughs> i want it now daddy so <laughs> all right so that's a crazy hockey story and 
Uh, definitely, we'll have to keep looking into that one because that's a good one. Yeah, that's. Um, uh, I want to see how that unfolds, and since they're in court now, like it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So. Yeah, things will definitely surface, much like everything else that's on the back burner for the show. We yeah. got Yudoka uh, and the Brett Favre, but I want to go into our story now because we are breaking another barrier on this show and we're going to dip our toes onto the ice of the nhl we did our first nfl story with barrett robbins of course we've done many many baseball stories but this on iap this is iap radio history we're doing our first nhl show first ever and because sarah is such a you are the NHL side of this show. Yeah. Like we explained that Sarah is actually going to tell the story today, which I am super excited because I don't have to mispronounce anybody. <laughs> and I uh, just, I pr- mispronounce common words. I'm like, cat is the C silent. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, Ots. At. it's, Ots. Ots. it's so Sarah, please let us start our NHL show. Today, we're going to be talking about Mark Pavlich, and I'm going to start off by painting a little picture for everyone. So it's 1980. It's a new year. The 70s were a wild time. Disco and dancing. And you know, the Saturday 80s night fever. died, all died. But we were also still in the Cold War. Mm. And you and I had lived like we were born you know, at the end of the Cold War, because the Cold War. uh, Now, if anyone who doesn't know their history, uh, the Cold War was the geopolitical battle between the U.S. and Soviet Union with their allies, basically a pissing match, more or less. Um, Much like today, only now it's called Russia. Right. (laughs) The more things change, the more they stay the same. True. Yeah. History repeats itself. Cold War Two. Dun dun dun. We're starring Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> he would definitely be in that movie. It'd be like the Expendables Fifteen. Hundred hundred yeah. percent. Now that lasted like let's let's think that was like what like forty five plus years give or take that that lasted for. Um, yeah, give or take. Yeah. Now, as we all know, the seventies were wild as wild as shit like you as you just said disco studio 54 all this and that but now on the cold war side of it uh in november of 1979 62 americans had been taken hostage in the um at the u.s embassy in tyran by iranian militants which those hostages were hostages were held for 444 days which is wild to me like 444 days that's still that's crazy. It's a long ass time for wild. Um, and then in December of 1979, the Soviet Union began the invasion of in Afghanistan, which mm. a lot of people say today is where all like the terrorism started because right. of that invasion. Side note, the United States gave Afghanistan all of their military equipment in order to defeat soviet union and then turned it around and used it against us later on uh what 
40 years later, 30, yep. 35, 30 years later. Yeah. So, the, the US, circle of yeah. life. So basically the U.S. just really attacked itself. Yes. Yeah. You know, funding, guns, whatever it is, funding. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. All this good stuff. So you have all the stuff going on. And with all this crazy shit, as I like to say, you have the Winter Olympics set to be on U.S. soil in 1980 in Lake Placid. Mm -hmm. But then you have the Summer Olympics set to be in Moscow. So it's one of those where I'm like, was was this a coincidence or was this done on purpose? that make you say, hmm. Hmm. Conspiracy. Different. Yeah. So everyone's probably now dropped off from listening because they're like, why is she talking about history? Why is all this crap? Blah, 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 blah. Well, because I couldn't talk about this. Like, I just couldn't jump into Mark um, Pav, as I put in exclamation points, um, Pavlich, um, without even letting you know, like a little bit of the history and the climate at the time in the country. Also, if you listen to this show before, anybody out there, you know that like, there is always some sort of fun fact or history that needs to be said because you just can't get into the story. It wouldn't make any no, sense. No, it wouldn't make any sense. You know? So it's on a, on a side to. note, though, uh, right before we get into it, Jimmy Carter actually boycotted the Summer Olympics in Moscow that year. He was still the Ooh. president in 1980. Yes. You know? I, um, I do. Right before we get into the story, I do have some fun facts from the 1980s or 1980, not the 80s. 1980. There's a couple of things that happened in 1980. Um, First of all, the Philadelphia Phillies won their first World Series in their 80 or 98 year existence. That was their very first World Series. Also, this was the year that Jesse Owens died. He died March 31st, 1980. And for you hockey buffs out there, the Islanders and the Hartford Whalers, do you remember that team? They're now the Carolina Hurricanes. They played a penalty-free game, which I like to dub the lame game. I That is very lame. How boring uh, that game must have been. To have no penalties, no None. fights, no nothing? Like nothing. I, I, Why go to no a game? No high-sticking, no line-crossing. That's they probably were playing in Hartford, which, for as we remember, it was in a mall. Yeah, yeah uh, it was. <laughs> so the the re- the rink was in the mall. So they probably had no fans. So they were right like, oh, the like food court. <laughs> yeah, let's not hurt ourselves because you know we just got mannequins in the windows watching right. us. I don't want to go through the Tello's window. Yeah, <laughs> and whatever store was there at the time. So. Jordan, uh, Jordan Mosh. Jordan Mosh. Yeah. yeah, service merchandise. Yeah. Oh, uh, service merchandise. Let's just rename. Let Let's just talk about all the stores that used to be in the mall instead Ch- of this child uh, world. Instead of the Pav show. Oh yeah, KB yeah. Toys. Um, yeah. MVP Sports. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ames. Se- Sears. <laughs> <laughs> Sears is a new one though. Like yeah, it just yeah, like the new death. Yeah, the new yeah. death. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep going on and on and on. Spiral squad. Yeah, what great. Oh, beach beach mirror. Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes. 
Yeah, wow. That's why we're together on this <laughs> yep. show. There we go. Woo. Yeah. So I uh, couldn't talk about uh, Mark Pavlich without discussing the climate because he is part of the 1980 Miracle on Ice team. Uh, so big team, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah huge yeah. team, maybe, yeah. you know, good a little bit. People misconstrued their history on this one, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about Pav and then we're going to jump into it. Yeah. It's going to be, it's wild. It's going to be a wild ride. Buckle in. So Pav was a son of uh, Croatian immigrants, was uh, one of five children and grew up in rural Eveleth, Minnesota. Mm. Now, Minnesota. I know Minnesota. I know that Dave likes notables I for places. There's legit nothing. There's, there's, there's like hockey players, politicians, and yeah. that's like it. And there's nobody notable. Except nothing cool for happened there. Nothing. Except they shot two movies there. Um, Wild Rose in North Country. Didn't I see either of them. haven't seen either of them. So I don't have any notables except for Mark Pavlich from Eveleth, okay. Minnesota. All right. Well, it's Minnesota. Sometimes, uh, sometimes that happens. Yeah. You know? you know, it is what it is. And, you know, for Pav, like most boys in Minnesota, he spent all of his summers in the woods and on the lake. And in the winter, spent his winters on the lake ice skating. Yeah. You know, that's what you do in Minnesota. Pav was known for losing himself in skating and would stay on the ice well after other boys. And, you know, how, how would you not? Right. It's Minnesota. Like, what else, what else are you going to do? He wasn't a talkative kid, but was said to make hockey look easy. And that's why he would stay on the ice the most. He was creative minded and caught players off guard, though. He was small for a hockey player measuring about five, seven, which is a little bit shorter than both of us. He was recruited to play hockey at University of Minnesota Duluth, which was, fun fact, Brett Hall's alma mater. Yeah, Brett Hall. Brett Hall. Yeah, dude. The new Ric Flair, as I like to call him. Oh, woo. I got to send you some videos of him. It's amazing. Please. I love that. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> roid rage. And I'm not on roids. I'm just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so you have this young buck kid from Minnesota who's very quiet, bright eyed and bushy tailed. And he was before his freshman year heading to uh, University of Minnesota Duluth. He was home. The Labor Day weekend, and he went hunting with his older brother and two of his friends. One of those friends, Ricky Holders, was 15 years old and was also dating Pavlich's younger sister at the time. Uh oh. Mm. They were scour. They were scouting around for birds, and Ricky had disappeared off to the side. Like he's just Houdini in the woods, which you shouldn't do. Irish uh, yeah, see you later. Peace. I'm going home. <laughs> Pav had eventually thought he spotted a bird and proceeded to raise his gun and fire. Uh, yeah, so Ricky was shot in the left side of the head. E. Yeah, and um, so his friends whisked him off to the hospital, and unfortunately, he died. Well, at least his friends took him to the hospital instead of Ooh. being like, should we bury him in the lake? Yeah, should we just put some leaves on him? Yeah, what are so, we doing so you're out hunting with your friend and he takes off and this friend's also dating your sister and mm -hmm. you see a bird and you shoot him. Uh, I don't know. 
So uh, at 15, Pav has his first death under his belt. Yes. And they actually found him in the woods, curled up, covered in blood. And oh. Ricky's family was very empathetic. And they were like, you know, accidents happen. They invited him for dinner a lot. And uh, they tried their best to console him. But now let's remember, this is 1976. So there's nothing for trauma or any shit like that. So it's, right. you know, it is what it is. So three years later, in the summer of 1979, oh, here we go. Uh, Pav was invited to Colorado Springs by Herb Brooks to start assembling the U.S. hockey team. His teammates knew he was talented and they knew about the hunting accident. They never mentioned it. Never asked questions. Now, know? fast forward to today's where they'd definitely be an asshole on the team. Be like, hey, man, just to let you know, I'm right next to you. Please don't shoot me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> or somebody would be like, okay, so tell me what really happened. Right. You just didn't like him because he was dating your sister, right? Yeah. Like, what, what you, was it? Were you jealous? Did you want to have sex with your sister? Is yeah, that like, what, what it was? It? Like, what's Freak. going on? You know? Let's burn his clothes. Yeah, it would be very, very different today. Yeah. But I guess also he was very quiet dude. So yeah. maybe it's a lot of not wanting to have social interaction but i don't know quiet I don't dudes know. are uh scary usually yeah they're scary and a lot of the times they end up being a target sadly too that's true i mean look at dama it, i still haven't watched it oh I will. man i just hit episode six i'll Ooh, get on it i'm gonna get boy, on the bandwagon it is intense it is like a circus fire intense. but it's it's because it's real no nobody got that joke it's um a circus fire intense. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Oh, oh, for those boy. that can't see, my head is in my yeah. Head. Sarah is regretting all of her decisions. Yeah, all my life choices. All my life choices. Why did I ever meet this guy? Don't 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 fucking high school. Oh man, huh? Good times. <sighs> Good times. Okay. So they're assembling the U.S. hockey team. Yep. You know, all that good stuff. Um, he have fit really well into Brooks' system. Um, it was the five skaters constantly attacking, attacking together, and he had confidence in all of his players, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Um, and who was the big opponent at that time? Dun, anyone? Dun, dun. Anyone? Anyone? The friggin' Soviets. The Soviet Russia. The Where hamburgers eat people. The freaking Soviets. Put on your Adidas tracksuit and follow me to the club. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I don't. Is that. We'll go to the disco. Is that Soviets? Or know. are those. I'm really bad with accents because they all sound the same. I, I'm except trying to... for my British accent because that is spot on. It is spot on, which oh. also sounds like your Canadian accent. Thank you, Governor. Cheerio. Pip, pip, all right now, all right. Pip, pip, cheerio. Here we go. Uh, so the freaking Soviets, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. <laughs> Here we are now. Here we are. All right. Welcome to In a Pickle, the show dedicated to the less glamorous side of cricket. Oh, we should get a cricket player. I bet you we can find someone. I hate everything. <laughs> oh my god! If we did a cricket player, though, if we did somebody with the like somebody from like London or or Great Britain or something, 
people would instantly like hate mail us because they're like, will you please stop with the accent? Please. And I'm like, hey, right. Hey, we are. But we had to talk the whole show like we that. have to talk with a, a British accent the entire show. I, I yeah, don't it's the whole show. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to do that. And then be like, I'm posh spice. Yeah. Hello, spice up your life, governor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, it's not okay. <laughs> Can you um, tell me where the Beatles are from? <laughs> Point in the direction of Abbey Road. Oh shit! Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> Here we are. All right. Having yourself a cup of tea, are you, Sarah? All right. <laughs> Here you are. Tea and a shitty scone, are you? All right. McQueen died. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm really done. I'm really done now. All right. <sighs> uh, oh my god! I hit the. I don't know where I left off. Uh, oh, the friggin' shit. Soviets. The friggin' Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, shit. All right, all right. <laughs> so all many right. outtakes. This is going to be the outtake show. This is going to be great. It's going to be <laughs> such a hard YouTube to uh, put on. <laughs> Uh, that's what she said. Oh God! <laughs> uh, yes. How many gold medals? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. See, this is your fault. I know this is all my fault. I know. Fuck. I know. So the friggin' Soviets, yeah, the so- friggin' Soviets men hockey team have won the gold medal in five out of six friggin' previous Winter Olympics. That's like a powerhouse. They were obviously the favorites heading into Lake Placid. Obviously, obviously. Um, but because of the global climate. Even though they were the favorite to win, nobody wanted them to win. So the entire world was watching what unfolds. Now, also remember that this was not the gold medal game. You're lying. You're lying. Because in everyone's mind in America, this was it. We beat the Russians, the Soviets for gold. No, you're lying. No. No way. No, we Wait. beat them to go play Finland. No way. Finland doesn't even know where it is. Where is Finland? Uh, it's somewhere. Nowhere, nowhere near Russia, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just know it's cold. I, is it? I don't even think they I have don't hockey. even know. Do they? What? <laughs> have they ever had a hockey player come out into the NHL? This uh, is the part, like, honestly, like, I, I understand, like, people make up, uh, obviously, this is 42, 43 years ago, but, like, it's so funny how everyone thinks that this match against U.S. and Soviet was for the gold. Right. Like, but it's, it's for the gold of the universe, like for the, the world. Right, right. You know, it the with everything that was going on, it was like a gold medal match in the eyes of the world. Right. So yeah. it didn't matter if the U.S. went and lost to Finland for the gold they beat the Soviets. Right. And that's all that mattered. That's all that mattered. It's like it, it wouldn't have mattered if the Red Sox won the 04 World Series as long as we beat the Yankees. Right. Yeah. You're going to remember that 04 matchup regardless. Right. Because it was amazing. Right. But like, that's what it came down to. Yes, the U.S. team was a powerhouse. And yes, they beat Finland and won the golds. 
but nobody remembers that they played Finland. Which is kind of surprising. Like, I, I know they were a powerhouse team, but it's kind of surprising that, like, they did actually win against Finland. Not because Finland was great. It's probably, like, for me, it would be, like, a mentally draining thing. Just right. To constantly hear about yourself defeating Soviet Union. And it's just like, we played our asses off. We just beat a team who won five out of six uh, Olympics. Yeah. And whether we win gold or not, we're still going to be heroes in the eyes of the, the America or the world or whatever. And just like, honestly, like physically draining where it's like physically and mentally draining. And the fact that they went on, went on and beat Finland was right. pretty it amazing. And I I would think too is at that point that Brooks would have kept them away from seeing the news, away from all that. I mean, even though they were in the U.S., so it wasn't like they were watching news in a foreign language. Right. I would hope that for their mental well-being, he would have been like, "Listen, like we're gonna focus on hockey," and that's kind of the coach that how Brooks was as a coach is he was like, we're focusing on hockey. We're here to play. We're here for a mission. We're taking the gold. Right. So like, I would think that the whole plan was no TV. I mean, hockey players have curfews regardless. So it's something where that he was like, I would assume he was like, nope, 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 nope. Right. No one's going out. Get your, get your meals delivered to your room. You know, you want to watch TV, put on Telemundo. So you can't understand it. Right. You so know, like now, as we just discussed, this wasn't a gold medal game. And who here's a, here's the question for you. Oh, okay. okay. So who scored the game winning goal? Oh, I know this one. It's a local legend. Mike Rizzioni. Yay. Now the local Winthrop lore. The yeah. King of the town that I live in. He is the Mike king. Rizzioni. He is the king. His jersey hung in the hallways. And uh, jersey hangs everywhere in this town, whether you go to the coffee shop, the coffee shop, or uh, I believe I have one hanging in uh, the front door of my house. Because Isn't there one in White Hen? It's mandatory. Wasn't there one in White Hen? <laughs> Probably. It, it, it's everywhere it's everywhere yeah it's everywhere and, and not not to take anything away from mike Rizzioni, like you know I, i'm obviously like i'm from this town and my son plays baseball with his grandson and his grandson is actually really good at uh, a lot of sports he he actually plays a lot of different sports but like um i don't know how to say this without sounding like a, like a complete jerk i'm friends with his son-in-law and also obviously i know his daughter and but when like we go to a fundraiser for something, it's like, oh, Mike Rizzioni donated some autograph pucks and pictures and stuff. And I'm like, I could buy that down the center of town if I wanted. Like, you don't even not, need to buy it. Like you, you don't need to buy it. I think it, buy comes, it. It, it comes when you buy a house in Winthrop. They give you all this right. autograph. They give you an autograph basket of Mike Rizzioni stuff. But uh, and I'm not I'm not shitting on him on that. I'm just saying like. Uh, there's there's a thing that I read about years ago where it's like certain athletes don't sign a lot of stuff because, you know, they want their signature to actually mean something when someone gets something. Right. So when like a player just constantly signs everything, doesn't matter, just 
throw it out there like this. I just hit my mic. There's 800 million signatures of Mike Rizzioni stuff. Like that signature is not really worth anything anymore because the entire population of the United States has right. that signature. But anyways, Mike Rizzioni scores the game winning goal and becomes a absolute hero in this town. And in the world and in the world and yeah. in the U.S. like huge now, because remember, they are playing in the U.S. Right. Which now, is huge, huge. It's the hometown team winning the championship. This, right. All this shit, especially like they're going in as the underdog on right. their home turf. Wild to me. So, yeah, Arizioni scores that goal. But who assisted him on that goal? Oh, uh, please tell me. That was Mark Pavlich. Whoa. This gentleman that we've been discussing no had two assists in that game, and he set him up for that game-winning goal. I'm glad that Pav didn't think that Mike Rizzioni was a bird. Yeah, and that would have changed. Shot the, the puck hole. really close to his side of his head. He may have. It could have bounced Ooh. off the boards. I'll Ooh. have to go back and watch some tape. Right. Just go yeah. watch the Miracle on Ice. Yeah. So here's the thing. You would think that after you had won, oh, I hit my mic. Yeah. You would think that after you won the Olympics, you would be riding high, right? Like what a feeling, what a rush. Like that's especially on your homeland. Yeah. It's freaking amazing. Well, Pav didn't show up to the White House when the team was invited to visit with Jimmy Carter. And uh, nor did he want a hometown parade when he came back home. Really? Wanted nothing to do with it. So um, after the Olympics, Pav didn't make it directly into the NHL. He played in Switzerland for the hockey club Luongo for a little bit. He did return to the U.S. national team for the 81 Ice Hockey World Championships and then was officially brought back to the U.S. by his Olympic coaches, Brooks and Craig Patrick. Now, at this time, Patrick was a manager of the Rangers and Brooks was brought on as a coach. Patrick knew he was essential to the Rangers, which he was recording 76 points in his rookie season in 1981-82. 76 points. And it's still a high record up there today. Like he's, yeah, it's wild. Uh, He played with no fear and was always against guys that were twice his size. Uh, Also remember why I say this, why he was playing against guys his own size. Also remember the NHL was more physical then. Right. Many players didn't wear helmets. This was also a time that concussions were not a thing that were discussed. Never discussed. Go, going back real quick. There, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, I mean, I guess there was a lot of players that went pro, but uh, a lot of players from the Miracle and Ice mm. team that went pro, but like none of them were really standouts, right? Or no. am I wrong? Not really. No, it's more the the story is the standout, right? Than individuality, which I think is actually good in a way. Is that when you think about it, it's the team, Team right. USA, beat the Soviet Union. Like Mike Rizzioni never went pro, right? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't did. think so. Local legend. Get him I'll on have, the horn. I'll have to ask him. Get him on the horn. Next time I see him, I'll ask Get him. On the horn. Or I could just look it up and not not ask have him. Have to silly have conversations. Yeah, right. Well, no, no just ask him a silly hey, how you doing? Uh, 
Do you ever make a pro? I mean, I can easily just look you up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, um, fun fact. Him. Fun fact. I just looked it up. Did not make it ever make it pro. Yeah, I don't think a lot of them did. He played for the IHL Toledo Gold Diggers and the AHL Philadelphia Firebirds. That's uh, the more you know. Yeah. yeah. And he lives like down the street from you. He lives right down the street. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go to his house after this. Yo, Firebird. Hey, man, you still playing? You still with the Firebirds? What's up? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) You're 65 years old. You still playing for the Firebirds? Still playing? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, shit. (sighs) So, yeah, let's let's remember those simpler times of no helmets and no concussion conversations and little guys in the boards. Uh, So here's the wild thing, too, with him is even if he ever did have a head injury, since he was such an introvert and kept to himself, nobody would have known otherwise if he had a concussion. Right. Like you wouldn't be able to tell if he had slurred speech because nobody really knew knew how he spoke. You know, looking oh, in that's his a good eyes. Point, actually. You yeah. know, looking in his eyes. If you're an introvert and you don't really talk to a lot of people, you don't make a lot of eye contact. So it's a a lot of different things that makes you go, huh. Right. So yeah, uh, I say that because now we're getting into the nitty gritty. So sadly, past career with the Rangers ended after a feud with uh, Ted Sater, who's also a stand-up guy. Uh, Pav then went to play for Brooks in Minnesota in 87, and then he had returned to play in Europe for the Dundee Rockets. Oh, oh you say? Dundee <laughs> Rockets. It's oh, just fun to say like that's that. That's not a knife. This no. is a knife. Ding, ding, ding. Dundee. That's a hockey stick. Yeah. <laughs> and hockey club Balzano. Mm. Balzano's in Italy. Balz- oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Balzano. Balzano. It sounds Balzano. like one of those things. Hey, can I get to the Balzanos? When they're like, hey. hey. Antonio Brown, put your Balzano away. Hey. Whoa, hey. Hey. <laughs> In 1991-92, he came out of retirement to play for the then, the then, this is how old we are, the then new expansion team, the San Jose Sharks. Man. It's so long ago. What was that, 91? 91-92 season, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But uh, he would only play two games for them and then went back into retirement. So... I wonder what possessed him to be like, yeah, I'll play for this expansion team, knowing that like no expansion team in that time and era has ever like gone on to do anything. In fact, I don't really recall an expansion team going to any championship up until the Las Vegas Knights went to the Stanley Cup in their first year. Yeah, no, nobody like right off the bat like that. It's no, that was not like wild. that. I, I, I wish they won it that year only to only to be like first year already a champion. It's wild. Uh, you remember growing up when like the Charlotte Hornets, the the Toronto Raptors, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, you know, basketball. Yeah. Saying, I, of course, yeah. I'm saying basketball because I, I think basketball has had the most expansions in our yeah, life. They've had a lot of expansions, but like all those teams were garbage. Yeah, they were garbage. all terrible. And yeah, hot trash. I mean, the Minnesota Timberwolves are still hot trash. Hot trash. They're just coming around now. They only made it to the playoffs once. <laughs> hot 
trash. Yeah, yeah. It's well, because when you start an expansion year, you only get certain players for your team. Like you, each team gives you X amount of like X right. amount of players to choose it's from the expansion draft. And it's all their bums that they don't. Yeah, want. exactly. Yeah. So that's why Pav was like, I'm going to come out of retirement and, you know, play two games for you. Right. Spruce and, it up. You know, I might need some cash flow too. Who who really knows? True. Could you, if it's a quick way to make a buck, shit. Yeah. I'll lay some skates on. That's true. You never know. And it is expansion. So, yeah. Uh, so he came out of retirement, played for two games, and then went back in retirement. Uh, Pav, Pavlich's, Pavlich, can't make words happen. Mm-hmm. Pavlich ended his career with 137 goals, wild, and 192 assists. In his 355 game career, huh. 355 games in this dude, 137 goals and 192 assists. Wow. Wild. Yeah. Uh, and he is still the only American till this day who has scored five goals in one NHL game. Really? Only American. Oh, yeah. only American. Oh, only American. Oh, okay. All right. So, you look well, at still, it. That's, that's, yeah, that's only really American. Cool. You look at it. It's all Canadians, Russians, huh. Europeans. Like it's he is the only American. Oh. Yeah. And he did it against the Hartford Whalers. I remember, right? Uh, he did it when he was with the Rangers in '83. Right. So maybe in the mall. In the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Right the mannequins next to the, watching. Uh, yeah. By yeah. the food court, by Leechmere. Like, right next to Leechmere. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right Put your stuff on layaway at Servants Merchandise, kid. Seriously. It's 12 months free layaway. Yeah. No fee. Um, now I'm like thinking about other stores. This is fucking I terrible. Know. I know. It's the strawberries. Sand oh, goodies. Oh, strawberries are so yeah. good. Yeah, tower records. Yeah. yeah. Oh, tower. Okay. <laughs> so distracted. I know. This is why I can't read. Like, this is like how I read at home. Like, if I'm reading a book, I'm like, ooh, squirrel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. No, I do that, too. Yeah, yeah. it's awful. Um, I don't know how the hell I get anything done, honestly. I don't, I don't ADHD. Yeah. Um, so, Pab's first marriage didn't last. Though, from that marriage, he had a daughter that uh, he birthed in 87. Oh, he uh, did, personally. He did. Came, Came right out of his butt. Shot right out. Yeah. Exposed in a pool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just exposed his butt in a pool. Shot out his daughter. So had her in '87. Uh, his second wife, Kara Barmach, Bar Bar Bar. I can't say this. Bar. His second wife, Kara. There you go. Yeah. We'll just leave it like that. Yeah. Thank you. His second wife, Kara, was a piano prodigy and had met Pavlich when he brought his daughter in for piano lessons. Ah, the teacher. Hey, now. Hot for teacher, he was. Seriously. They wed and lived peacefully on Deerier Lake in Lutzen, Minnesota. I did not look up notables because that was just too much for me. That's okay. That's okay. Um, they built their home with their own two hands. Uh, unfortunately, when they were building the home, it was still in renovation, as I should say. Their daughter's bedroom 
they built a balcony off of it, but Uh-oh. didn't choose a railing yet. Oh, no, don't. What don't. they were going to do. Uh, on September 6, 2012, Mark had worked on his boat and then went to take a nap. Kara had then gone out to the balcony. Remember, the balcony on his daughter's room that has no railing mm. to get better cell reception because she was on a Zach Morris style cell phone. Apparently. Oh, I know it's 2012. So it wasn't it was like Motorola uh, flip phone. Uh, so she was out there to get better cell reception and Kara had fallen off the balcony and cracked her head open on the rocks Jesus. below. Mark woke up, found her called 911 and the neighbors like heard the commotion and they came running over uh there was nothing they can do she was dead on impact oh man at 44 so you got shooting your friend in the head yeah and then his wife falling off the balcony cracking her head on the rocks below yeah so for a while mark seemed okay but for a man who has always wanted to be alone, it started to be too much because the tragedies were wearing and all the hits uh, to his head were catching mm. up to him. Yeah. He had put his Olympic medal up for auction through the Dallas-based auction house Heritage Auctions, where it sold for $262,900. Wow. Like, you, you sold your gold medal. That's you're either hard up for cash or you're just done with it. It's really sad. Well, uh, I it's don't sad. know. Uh, to 2014. Uh, yeah. All right. So the only reason why I, I say this is because Robert Parrish sold all his championship rings from the three he won with the Celtics and the one he won with the Bulls. And he's not hard up. Well, not that I know of. I don't, I don't really know anymore. I don't talk to him anymore. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where you get older in life and you're like, I bet you I can just let, let, let's let's have somebody else have this. You know, yeah. I won this. I'm not going to forget it unless <laughs> I get dementia and actually forget it. But at that point, who gives a shit? I won't remember. Right. But it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, Okay, let let's put it in a museum. You know, maybe somebody will buy it and, and right. oh. or leave it for your daughter. Well, or the curiosity gets the best of you, and you're like, how much I can get for this? And now I think Robert Parrish sold his championship rings at the auction and maybe donated the money as well to yeah. wherever. Uh, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know he he put his championship rings up for auction because I was curious at one point when I was on gangrene TV to see how much they were for. And I could not. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think that's for what it stood for. It's pretty sad. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't know. Eh, Whatevs. Uh, So after he sold that, you know, he basically, started losing his shit he saw he saw her a lot of shit so he's losing his shit yeah. uh he had moments where he thought he was either being poisoned by his neighbor who's bringing him cookies or he had people tampering with his property so mm. he was whew, going out that way this is where the cte comes into play yes 
on August 15th, 2019, Pavlich went fishing with his friend and neighbor, Jim Miller. After believing that Miller had put something into his beer, Pav proceeded to beat him with a metal pipe. Oh, boy. Yes. He was charged with four felony counts, second and third degree assault, possession of a short barreled short shotgun and possession of a firearm with a missing or altered serial number. Oh, so he's buying that stuff on the street for reals. Whoa. Or, yes, I would say over the border because Canada, but I don't know. Do Canadians have guns? Um, I, I'm not sure. I think they're just too polite. Yeah, they're like, oh, here you go. Um, Sorry, eh? But here's where it is. Pavlich was ruled incompetent to stand trial and ordered and committed to a secure psychiatric hospital in Minnesota. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So he shouldn't have had guns in the first place. Mm. So that is 100% that short barreled shotgun uh, was definitely bought on the street. A hundred percent because he's not allowed to have any kind of firearm. And and this is, this is 2019. So this is very recent, very recent. So the actual gun community did their due diligence and not give this person with head trauma, a firearm. Right. Right. Whereas he then got it off the street and was like, get that serial number off. Obviously you're never, ever, ever going to be able to stop that. But at least like, I'm not pro or nay on guns. I Same. I don't I could give a shit less. I, I I really do think that maybe you should do a little bit of more research in in giving guns to people, maybe. Yeah. You know, you do I you. just I just watched a very, very heavy documentary about the Las Vegas shooting. It's called mm. Eleven Minutes. It was super hard to watch. Like it was very emotional. And I'm not a I'm not an emotional type of guy. Like I'm kind of just I let a lot of shit just roll, but like watching this, I was like, man, this is is fucking heavy. Mm. So like, you know, whatever with guns, but this is actually a pro on not giving a person guns. So I guess good job, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. Woo woo. Yeah, yeah. Lutz in Lutz in Minnesota. I just looked up two hundred and ten people. Is the population? Wow. Yeah, two hundred and ten people. Everybody knows everybody's shit in that town, right? 100%. So he legit thought that everybody who was in that town was after yeah, him out to get him. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yikes. Woo. Wow. So he was sent to a psychiatric hospital, in Minnesota, and on February twenty 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 one, Pav was in a group chat with his Olympic teammates where they were wishing him a happy 63rd birthday. And it was said that it brought him so much joy hearing from his gold medal brothers and yay. But uh, sadly, four days later on March 3rd, 2021, Mark Pavlich was found dead by a staff member at the treatment facility, and he had taken his own life. Whoa. Another victim of CTE. Another victim of CTE. And I, I wonder if this um, the the meeting, you know, the the you know, where he, he talked to all his gold medal like teammates, in the, yeah, and the text what, messaging, yeah, was like a, a final goodbye. Like, you know, he maybe maybe right. he initiated the conversation where it's like, you know, these are the only things that brought me joy. Everything else that was in, in my life that was joyful is gone. 
you yeah. know, he lost his wife. Uh, who knows his relationship with his daughter? You right. Know, he I, beat his his fishing buddy with a right. His only pole. friend in the in the population town of Lutzen of the 210 people aren't going to talk to him anymore. 209, excuse me, because he, well, actually 208 because yeah. his wife died and he's one he, of you know. Dun dun dun. Wow, that's yeah, uh, yeah. And they um, you know, his sister had his brain donated to research and analyze for CTE, but yep. you know, this is all during COVID, so they haven't listed anything about it but it is on the docket to be tested because she wants to know she's like what the fuck happened oh, to my brother like absolutely. my brother was like this quiet kid who just would skate all the time then you know and going into it there was clearly mental health even before he played hockey because he shot his friend right you know so and that was a traumatic situation that essentially then led to other stuff right I wonder if there was like, you know, somewhere, you know, you always hear about these stories where, um, uh, especially I'm not, I'm not calling Pat a a serial killer, but you hear a lot of in serial killers where like something traumatic happened in their early childhood, whether they hit their head, they fell off the the fucking swing set or something, or their, their father or or parental unit beat the shit out of them. And, uh, I wonder if, if something like that happened where he fell and took a header and yeah. then just went nuts. Yeah. It, it's not, not, uh, uh, no, yeah, not like, yeah, I shouldn't say nuts, but like we started, we the, chain just of started the chain of events, you right. know? And, and then of course, like, you know, you play sports. This is like Aaron Hernandez where it's like, you know, you took that one major hit and then just boom, boom, spiraled boom. out of control. Yeah. And while you're playing your entire career, you're taking these hits and then, one thing leads to another and you're mushed hanging yourself in your you're mushed yeah, yeah it's you know. it's it's sad because it's you know and it started off with trauma but not to the head trauma it started off with mental trauma and then playing hockey and yeah. he's five seven the right. average height of a hockey player is like six six foot six one right so you're you're that small playing against big dudes like you're catching shit to your head all the time yeah playing with no helmet it's just wild wow well that that was that was a story wow that's a good intro to our first hockey story that was that's nice soon uh one of many i'm sure i'm you know, sure we'll find more there's a whole there's a lot thing. there's a whole world out there that yeah. we are about to expose man Somebody uh, messaged me the other day when I did Drunken Opinion, uh, the other podcast that I had, I did a story about uh, Mark Gator Renowski, I believe his last name. He was a professional skateboarder and he did a bunch of crazy stuff. And uh, we might go into the world of skateboarding soon. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. Because I really... So much we can do yeah here. there's there's so many things we can do i i don't want to i don't know well we could discuss on what we want to do if we want to go outside the four major professional sports i i think dabbling every once in a while in a weird right. sport do, like do. we're gonna we're gonna talk about cricket all right long live the so, queen governor yeah. hello it's not my king uh, it's not my king it's only the queen uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Right, i live for the queen all right, all right. 
This is baby spice. <laughs> Spice up your life, mate. <laughs> All right. So that's going to be it for today. That's, that's that, it. That was a heavy show. That was good. I, oh, that was heavy. Not good as in like, I love <laughs> death and destruction. It was good as in a good intro to hockey. That was, yeah. You know? Well, it's everybody knows the miracle on ice. Right. Everybody knows that game. Right. So it's something where, it, yeah. Now, Even if we, you weren't alive for the, the miracle on ice, you, you definitely know saw it. that Disney movie. Right. So now, Fun you fact, know, I did not see that movie. Really? Yeah. I, I just I don't I, I don't know why I never I did. think it's I know why it's because um, Michael Rizzioni has been shoved down your throat so much your entire life. That's probably true that you yeah. were like, fuck this. Yeah, it was probably just one of those things where it's like, huh? OK, I know that. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know the history behind it. Yeah, I know the the U.S. beat the Soviet Union for the gold medal. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's going to do it here on <laughs> In a Pickle. Thank you so much for listening. Go out and check out all of our social media accounts. Go over to IAPradio.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, wherever else we're on. I don't know. Not Facebook. Avoid no. coming Facebook. I don't want to be. Yeah, uh, even, even though I'm my personal account on there, but I never go on, so it doesn't matter. I don't need to get into this whole fucking pirate. Okay, there you go. There you're going. Uh, Daddy O Sports Cards on Instagram. Sarah's got some cool ass cards up on that. Um, we're I, honestly, we are always the 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 two of us are always doing different shows. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the newest episode of S1E1. No, it's on my list to listen to today. I was. Cheers. Yes. I was asked to do an episode of S1E1, which is uh, five of my friends who they do a podcast that is season one, episode one, and they go show by show by show, and they they kind of they discuss the whole show and they say whether they'll at the end of the show they say are you going to green light the show or are you going to cancel it and i would happen to be on the episode of cheers and i kept uh really threatening all their lives that when you do cheers if i'm not on that show i would kill all of you because two parts i'm a bartender and sam mayday malone can't yet right so I was on that. So go and listen to S1E1. Sarah is uh, tonight, even though it's going to be, uh, this is coming out Thursday, you're going to be on Top Fan Rivalry. Top Fan Rivalry tonight, yeah. So much. I was and on that show before. A lot of lot of fun on that show. I enjoy that. Okay. This is what, your third? Second or third time on the show? This on will be show? my fourth time on the show. Fourth. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right? You One, always... two, three, four. Yeah. You do your live every Friday with the guys from uh, the Goon Squad. Yeah, the Goon yeah. Squad. The uh, uh, Wax Packs and uh, Joe from Wax Packs and Whiskey, Nick from Where's My Stuff Bomb, uh, Will from Dave Parker the Cobra, and then we also have uh, in the chat who's controlling the chat is Ed from I Collect Dead. I dot collect dot Ed. All right, so thanks for listening to this episode. We will see you next time. Go over to iapradio.com and listen to all of our past shows. And again, follow us, rate and review on Spotify and iTunes. That helps us a lot. Put yourself right up that chart. For Sarah Retallick, I am Dave Houghton, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.